Welcome to Crossbusting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat Basile. We are coming to you live to bring you stories of people like you and me who are busting through to their unlimited possibilities. Right about now, you may be asking, what is crust? Crust is what keeps you stuck. It is anything you think, feel, or believe that prevents you from living life full out. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> howdy, howdy, howdy out there. What an amazing show we got going on here. You're listening to me, Dr. Pat Basile, and I'm here with the amazing, oh, the amazing, the amazing Benny Mathers. Yeah, bringing you. it to you Thank live. You. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. And you know, it's Tuesday. It is. You know? It's Terrific Tuesday. It's Terrific Tuesday. It's pretty terrific. Absolutely. We're going to talk about how terrific it is. My guest today is uh, Scott Jeffrey, and we'll talk a little bit about Scott. Scott, he has a book um, that is, you know, one of my bedside reading books, and it's called The Journey to the Impossible. But in addition to that, he is the coach of the coaches. He is an extraordinary young man. Uh, why don't I say that young man? He's an extraordinary person. Uh, he just happens to be 28 years old. I think that's why you know? went with the young man But approach. he's a wise, wise person in a 28-year-old body, I sure. guess. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying about that? Boy, could I take that one somewhere? I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not going to do that. We're not doing Stay it put. today. Stay put. So what I wanted to say, oh, there goes the computer. <laughs> Those of you that recognize it, is that a Mac machine or is that? <laughs> Never mind. We won't go there. We're not going to do a trivia on that. <laughs> All right. So yesterday we had Sue Storm and we had, you know, record-breaking events happen on the show. But more importantly, there were a lot of folks that got a lot of Great information. Thank you all for sending me follow-up emails on that. And as you know, each day of the week, what we do here is we bust crust. What is that? That is that stuff that gets coated on there that, you know, once you remove it, uh, it just reveals the truth of who you are. And that is magnificent, whole, perfect, and complete. That's basically the bottom line. Now, the crust-busting thing is how we go about that. There isn't a single thing... A topic, you know, of conversation that we don't have in regarding crust busting. Anything, as I've said before, sex to spirituality. We do crust busting in organizations. Crust free leadership, crust free teams. It's all there. It's all good. You got any crust around your business? You have any crust going on in your family? Had a little bit this morning, got rid of it today. Uh, and generally, it's my crust that shows up. You know what I mean? Don't you think? I agree. But it's so easier to look at everybody else's crust. Well, absolutely. I mean, don't we love that? You some know? people love it. Some people kind of go, whoa, Ooh, wait. Whoa. Yeah. Well, now I go, ooh, wait. Well, it's the whole reality shock approach. What am I looking at there? You know, am I looking at uh, that person with love or do I have sort of my little crusty uh, projection going on? But you know what? We've got tools and the tools in the toolkit. And one of the tools that we use right here on the show is each and every day we pull an angel card. And that angel card, um, you know, yesterday's card was truth. And Benny, uh, we pull the card and then we read the definition, right? Yes. And at the end of the week, on a Friday, we uh, open up the phone lines and we let our listeners know that we have a particular question or statement and uh, call in with uh, the statement or comment around that. And... Uh, and uh, win a deck of, uh, well, actually be gifted with a deck of angel cards. And for people that already have the cards, there's a book 
that goes with that. So if you have the cards and you happen to have the uh, sort of answer, then you could uh, get the uh <laughs> You will get the book because then you can, t- you know, then you'll know, like, what does beauty mean or what does truth mean? So get ready, drum roll. Man, you always ask for the drum roll. And I never have it ready. Hang on. I got to find Uh-oh. it because it, it works so much better with it. If you know what that was, call in on 425 373 <laughs> There we go. Yeah, you giving me some crust on that? <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I never have it ready. I should just kick myself for that. You know what? This uh, you're not gonna believe this card. <laughs> Did we pull this card yesterday? We pulled uh, we pulled we the pull? truth one yesterday. You got it again? Oh! Are we gonna count that or are we and gonna reshuffle? And I pull this. No, no. It's, oh. You know, I mean, you stick your hand in, you pull the card out. Okay. I mean, I've done that before. You ever get a card you don't want? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I pulled this card for myself this morning. So that's three times in two days. That's three times in two days. Jeez. That's three times in two days. What is? To, let's I'll, I'll let's read the do definition again. again. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we're we're hearing it. I'm all over. I'm it. feeling it, and you know, Scott Jeffrey's here to tell you about it today. Absolutely. All right. Truth. Truth is an unfolding process that deepens as your wisdom increases. Live in a way that fosters your enduring and direct encounter with life. One more time, because I, you know, that's. I don't know that I got all that yesterday when we were reading. That. I was flubbing it a couple times yesterday too. I know. What's up with that? <laughs> Sorry. What up? It's reading on air. You know how many thousands of people are listening to me? Nothing to do with the word. No, not at think? all. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. Truth is an unfolding process that deepens as your wisdom increases. Live in a way that fosters your enduring and direct encounter with life. Hmm. Should we break it down? I love that. Yeah, I would like to break it down because I, you know, obviously I'm not hearing something. I mean, we may be on a record-breaking streak here. Let's do it one more time. All right. Truth is an unfolding process that deepens as your wisdom increases. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do we all have that? I got it. Okay. I feel you. Live in a way that fosters your enduring and direct encounter with life. Okay, so that's what we have for today. That is what we had for yesterday. Uh, I want to just let you know tomorrow we're going to be live from Azalea's, and um, uh, we have a special guest right there, live from Azalea's, we're going to have uh, on our show, Benny. Benny, you're there, right? Uh, I might be there. I might have to run things here at the back of the studio, but I'll be there uh, talking to you like I'm like I'm going to be there. You'll be so there in spirit, won't yeah, you? Abs- well, you'll hear me, too, so mm. it'll be more than just a spirit. Well, tomorrow we have, um, uh, I'm, as my guest uh, from Azalea's, we're going to have the amazing Susan Scott, and uh, she is uh, has written a book called Healing with Nature. She'll be there to talk about her book, and we'll have, you know, you'll be able to purchase copies of the book. We'll have a few also that we give away. Susan will be there to sign these for you. And, um, you know, I, to get a sense of what Susan does and who she is, uh, let me just tell you what people are saying about this book. Um, the, it's more than just, you know, the, the the writing of this book. There are some amazing photographs. And, and here's what Christine says about this book. How to describe this extraordinary book. Susan Scott's stunning photographs, her lovingly attentive verbal description of woods like those I and my dog walk in each morning has enabled me to notice the amazing stories embedded in the beautiful and miraculous pattern of growth of this cedar or that fir. And we talked about nature and the healing 
aspect of that. So I, I felt it was really uh, uh, wonderful to ha- invite Susan to the show and really uh, talk about her work, her journey, which uh, has to do with her own healing from a physical condition. And we'll talk more about that towards the end of the show. So join us tomorrow at Azalea's at 11 o'clock following Contact Talk Radio, right? Mm -hmm. Because they will be there uh, as well. And, you know, get boy, we are just going to fill that place with joy and love. I have to say this, that... um, if you've not been to Azalea's, it is already filled it's amazing. with many angels. It's an amazing place. It really is. Serene has done a really good job. We love Serene. Uh, we all love Serene. So join us there tomorrow. Right now we're going to take a short break, and we will be back with the amazing Scott Jeffrey, and we're going to be talking about the purple crayon. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat, and Benny Mathers. We'll be right back. Busting your way to an awesome life with me, Dr. Pat, and... Benny Mathers. Okay, so tell me this song. This is Groove is in the Heart by is D-Light. Is that Shana Easton? No, D-Light. But didn't Shana Easton do that? Mm, she may All have. Right. I can look that one up. All right. Okay, correction, correction. Dr. Pat thought today was Wednesday. It is not. Today is Tuesday. Even though I said it was Tuesday, I had one of those <laughs> moments. We're not going to be at Azalea's tomorrow. We are going to be there Thursday, and Susan Scott will be there with us. We'll talk more about that. But right now, right here with us, we have, I just love this guest. Uh, We have with us the amazing Scott Jeffrey. He, uh, you know, you could talk about him as uh, having this amazing strategic development program. He helps each and every one of us jumpstart our business quadruple our income, live life full out, know what life is about, you name it, and he is there to coach the coaches. He has coached me and more than one time and sort of getting, you know, helping me get straight with the way that I hold my thoughts and my life and living big, big, big. And so uh, let me just introduce you all to the amazing Scott Jeffrey. Good morning, Scott. Good morning, Pat. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. My pleasure. It's my honor, actually. Well, I want to start by saying this. You know, uh, I love your book, Journey to the Impossible, Designing an Extraordinary Life, is really like a handbook. And I have to ask you this question, and it's a question I ask each and every one of my guests. How did you come to know this was your journey? I mean, has it always been sort of this way for you? Ah. Uh... I, I suppose the quick answer is no. <laughs> I, I think I think a lot of great journeys always start with a really rocky launch sequence. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you you get you get into the uh, the driver's seat and you've no idea where things are going. 
you know, and to claim that you do is is just kind of a uh, fallacious event. And you hit a lot of bumps along the way, you know. And I had one of those after-school special childhoods where just things, well, they weren't like the other kids, you know, where I spent a lot of time in uh, in courts with all different issues with um, parents that we don't need to get into here. Mm-hmm. But what happened was, you know, you go through some traumatic events as a child and you start to ask interesting questions. You know, you start to kind of want to know why people do what they do. And, and, and you know, if we are here, there's got to be a better reason. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that is a good launch pad for anyone's journey, to start asking mm-hmm. you know, that level of question, mm-hmm. to just want to understand why, you know, why people do what they do. Well, did you, when did you start asking that question? I mean, it sounded like you really got some insight early on, or at least you were in tune sort of with what was going on for you at an early age. Yeah, did you, I, that's true. It actually happened for me in, in my late teens, which probably is younger than, 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 <laughs> than, than most. And again, I, I think it happened because of the intense situations that I was in, that I was almost forced to ask those questions for survival. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, through time, I don't know if you get solutions, but you get a better quality question to keep asking. Now, when you're talking about intense issues, you're talking about something with childhood and apparently a breakup of your, you know, your family in some way. I've had similar situations as well. Uh, And it does sort of make you sort of snap out of it (laughs) in a way. What happens is, I mean, we all have our story and we've all had events happen in our lives, but certain events, they just, they they give all the other little minutiae that go on in our life. They give a whole different degree of understanding to it. You know, when, when everyone else, like in school, is stressing out about tests, you know, you could still stress out about tests, and that's a socially acceptable thing to do, but you just have a different meaning about it. it it's in a different context. Right, yeah. It, it does bring a different meaning to it. Now, you know, what I want to talk to you a little bit about is uh, how you've shaped your journey of, in life to this amazing career you have and the passion that you have to help uh, individuals be all that they could be and then some. Right. And I know you do that in a lot of different ways. Uh, and uh, I, I want to ask you a little bit about that. Sure. Um, you've got this award-winning book out, and also there are other things that you're now exploring. You know, how would you capture sort of your journey of where you were with your career and where you're going? Well, I, it all comes down, you know, it's funny. We, I, I know, Pat, you're also a big reader, and we could devour hundreds and hundreds <laughs> of books and still get no answers, right? Oh, yeah. So you don't expect when you pick up a children's book for the answer to be right there. Mm-hmm. But it actually, for me, one of the best uh, I think life metaphors that I've uh, used in everything that I've done up to this point has been a little book called Harold and the Purple Crayon mm-hmm. uh, by Crockett Johnson. And it really, I mean, I don't know if, I know you're familiar with it, Pat. I don't yeah. know uh, if you've... Uh, discuss that, but the, the idea of that we have this purple crayon, that we have this ability to, to draw and create the life that we want, you know, and it, it goes beyond just the, the whole, you know, self-help type of idea of, of being in charge. Mm-hmm. It's something that's truly innate to our, to our being. I mean, free will and free choice is something that's talked about even in advanced physics now. Yes. It's not something that's, that's theoretical or philosophic. It's something that's real. Right. You know, we have this ability to choose. And with that purple crayon in hand, and for, for those listening that may not be familiar with the book, it's a, it's a story about a little boy named Harold who basically goes out in the middle of the night and draws an adventure. He wants to go for a walk, so he draws a path. He wants mm-hmm. to go 
uh, find a, a, something to eat, so he draws an apple tree. You mm-hmm. know, he doesn't want anyone to eat the apple, so he draws a dragon. Mm-hmm. You know, and he creates this entire experience for himself. And I think it's, I mean, it's, just, it's, a, it's a great children's book, but what an amazing metaphor for life. I mean, aren't we doing that every day, Pat? Aren't we constantly drawing ourselves into different events, whether it's a great event that we're really excited about or even the drama that takes place in our life? We are doing that, Scott. And we do that with, you know, sometimes we do it with the consciousness and awareness of the abundance of the universe. And then some days we may be down a court and we still get to, we still draw with that same crayon something less than we are meant to have. Exactly. And actually, that's funny you mentioned that because that happens in the book. You know, Harold gets scared by this dragon, and he doesn't realize it, but the purple crayon's in his hand. He's backing up. He's afraid of this dragon, and he draws himself into a, an ocean, and he starts to drown. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what we do. We draw ourselves into oceans constantly if we're not aware of what we're, what we're creating. Mm-hmm. And that purple crayon is really synonymous with our thought process. Yes, and and you're absolutely right. What I like to do on this show, and I've talked about that, Scott, is I like to open up the lines because you have so much to offer people. I I really want to give our listeners a chance to call in and ask questions. So many of the people that listen, you know, have careers they're starting, careers they're changing, and, you know, you're just great to talk with. Let me do this. If you are listening now, and also, uh, you know, you you are also gifting um, uh, a few copies of this amazing book, Journey to the Impossible. I love this book. So let me give out the number, uh, local 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527, 1-888-298-5569 is toll-free west of the Cascades. And also, I know we have a, a number of listeners that listen over the Internet and are listening right now. Uh, you can email a question for Scott or for me uh, at live at crustbusting.com. And also, uh, if you call in with a question or comment, want to speak to us, uh, we will uh, have Linda ready to take down your information so we make sure we get this book. Scott, I want to ask you, on the, t- on the list of many things we have to do exactly what you said, live life full out, I know there are a couple of things that are really important to you. Uh, the top three. And I'm going to come back and ask you that question in a minute. Okay. But before we do that, I want to really honor one of our very speed. We must have a speed dial caller because it's amazing. So we have, I think, on the phone, Diana. Good morning, Diana. Yes. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the show. You're listening to me, Dr. Pat, and my amazing guest, Scott Jeffrey. Yes. So tell us a little bit about what's going on. What can we help you with? Well, I, I've, I've done a lot of uh, meditation, and I've had, I've had some health problems, which actually drew me to that. And um, I <clears throat> have had um, really um, good healing experiences. With um, I, I can actually see, um, like, <clears throat> Mary and Jesus, mm-hmm. and uh, Jesus does healing on me, and and things like that, and yeah. it's just been amazing, and I can feel it, and I, I want to do something with this material, and I'm blocked. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm afraid to get out there and share it with other people or what I should do with it. Okay, you come to the right place because uh, Scott's here with me, and he coaches people about becoming authors and whatnot, author development, right, Scott? That's correct. So what would you, uh, what do you think for Diana? 
Well, Diana, have you have you put down any of your thoughts the paper oh, yet? I've got notebooks full of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Do you fancy yourself a writer? Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Okay. So when would now be a good time to write a manuscript? <laughs> well, yeah, I'd have to put it together, I guess. I, uh, that's the hard part. <laughs> <laughs> well... If you're if you're going to create, I'll just give you some quick quick from from the, the author perspective. If oh. you're going to create a non-fictional type of book, mm-hmm. you're actually you don't need to write the manuscript. Uh, you'll actually want to create a book proposal. It's an amazing thing what's happening in the industry right now. But we don't um, sell books to publishers based on manuscripts. They won't read them. They actually want a book proposal instead. Oh. Um, so that could save you hundreds of hours of time. <laughs> what is that? Uh, but if you're going to make it into a fictional story, uh, then you actually would go ahead and write the manuscript. What is a book proposal? Um, a book proposal is sort of it's a combination of a cliff note version of the book combined with the uh, marketing plan of how you would actually get the book out there. More and more now, publishers are looking to authors to actually help promote and sell the book. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Most newbie authors think that you know you, you're going to get the publishing deal and then your work's done. But actually, about ninety percent of the work is still in promoting and, and selling the book. Um, if you're interested in finding out more about uh, the uh, proposal writing process, there's a, a great book out there um, by Jeff Herman called uh, "Write the Perfect Book Proposal." And what's great about that book is it uh, gives you not only good theoretical stuff, but it gives you ten examples that it walks you through. Wow, ten examples of oh of book proposals. Of book proposals that were sold, yeah. Could you and, and why? The, the book again is called uh, "Write the Perfect Book Proposal" mm-hmm. by Jeff Herman, who's a, a uh, an agent in New York, a literary oh, wow. agent. It sounds like you have, Diana, it sounds like you have a book already there. And, you know, Scott's question was, you know, uh, how did you phrase that? How did <laughs> when, you, phrase it? you know, Pat, we all have great ideas. Uh-huh. You know, but was it Mark Twain that said the, uh, a person with a great idea is a crank until the idea succeeds? Mm-hmm. Right? Uh-huh. The whole thing is you need to actually act on that idea. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. God gave you that idea, but he's not going to wait around for you to do something with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That idea is out in the ether, so it's up to you to spend the time. And you know, if you're truly passionate about it, just start. Start right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't you know? Don't even let your brain come up with some reason why now is not the right time. You know, just yeah. get that process underway. Wow, and you know that is so true. I mean, you and I, Scott, have talked uh, about about my book and you know waiting, waiting, waiting. I wasn't sure what I was waiting for, right. and you have encouraged me to just you know just do it. Right. And mm-hmm. and and also, can I say this? Because Scott, tell me if this is it isn't really about perfection. It, it's not about you know writing the perfect. It's about just getting going, isn't it? One hundred percent. Look, if it was about perfection, Microsoft would be nothing, and Bill Gates would be poor. Okay. I mean, he puts <laughs> out a, a, he puts out an awful product every year, but he keeps putting out a better and better awful product. Oh, <laughs> and maybe I shouldn't be saying that. We're we're in Seattle, aren't we? We definitely are in Seattle. <laughs> and I'm actually a fan of Microsoft, but that's not the point. <laughs> the point is that he keeps going. He keeps mm-hmm. going. He doesn't try to make a perfect product. There's always going to be problems with the product. Right. So you just have to keep getting it out there, and then you can keep improving it. Oh, okay. How does that sound? Are you ready to, to do something with your idea, Diana? Yes, that sounds great. I was overwhelmed with the book idea, so maybe this will 
So the first step is then buying, you know, or getting a hold of the book that uh, Scott talked about. Yeah. And also, uh, you know, there are places online also that, you know, would help with that. Sure. As sure. well, uh, if you have access to a computer. So we're mm-hmm. gonna we're gonna hold for you. We're supporting your book idea. Oh, Aren't we supporting that book idea? 100%. All right. So and if he... you have any questions, feel free to email me, too. Okay. What's your email? My email is scott at scottjeffrey.com, and I'd be happy to field any questions oh, you may have. Okay. J-E-F-F-R-E-Y. Okay. Correct. Dot com. Okay. So before you go, on the count of three, we're saying yes to you, Diana. This is what we do. Okay. You ready? Uh-huh. And we do this three times. On the count of three, where's our buddy Linda? Is she around? Oh, there she is. She there she up. is. All right. Wait. It takes three of us to do the count Absolutely. of three, three, including Scott. Ready? One, One. two, three. Yes. 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 All right, Diana. You go get them. Okay. You best-selling author, you. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. Take care. Mm-hmm. Stay on the line, Diana, if you would. Oh. Okay. Well, She'll Diana, if, if you're still listening, call back, and Linda will get your information <laughs> so we get your copy of this book. You know, they, we get so excited on this show. I, know. I mean, uh, you know, Scott, our listener audience, they are the best uh, anywhere. And you know that I do a several radio shows. And right. I can tell you that, uh, you know, we, we, are, we here uh, have a, a listener group that have so many fabulous ideas, so many things they want to do with their lives. And they just really want to really expand their toolkit. Right. And, and that's what I want to talk with you about a little bit. Um, you mentioned something about, you know, c- kind of just do it. But sometimes we get stuck in our uh, thinking. Yes, we, 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 uh, we lose the crayon or we just forget the fact that we could write. And that happens usually, Pat, by one silly little phrase that we love to say whether we're aware of it or not. All right, I'm going to ask you to say it. Cause I, I, <laughs> all right, what is it? All right, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> that is pretty silly. It is. And that now, is the biggest killer phrase in the English language. Said know, by millions of people every minute of every day. Absolutely. <laughs> Let me give out the number again, because if you have any I don't knows, Scott is going to coach you right here live in how to turn that around. 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527. Uh, 1-888-298-5569. Uh, 5569 or live at com. I want to say this. Since you and I talked and you did my Voice America show and mm-hmm. we had sort of a conversation about I don't know. Right. Now I feel like you're on my shoulder, you know, and I know you had that conversation with Linda. She called in on that show. Right. Uh, and and so so I'm sitting and I'm trying to, you know, I'm sitting and I'm working, you know, what do I do next? What do I do next? And the I don't know word. Yeah, I mean, that phrase keeps coming up, even if I don't say it. Right. It just it's like there. And then I know and then I say, OK, what would Scott say? What right. would Scott say to do? And I got a real hit from that the other day. I went through a number of my emails, and I happened to find an email sitting there from someone, and I was just drawn to it intuitively. And all of a sudden, I clicked on it, clicked on a link, and I connected with a woman um, by the name of Ann Wayman. And she happens to be writer-editor, and I called her, and actually emailed her, and we talked. And basically... We talked about, here's this book, and instead of saying, 
I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> I knew in the, that moment what to do with it was to call her and say, this is my situation. What mm. can you help me with? Great. And what she's doing now is she's doing a critique of my 330-page book. <laughs> uh, and we're taking action on that. Excellent. So, you know, Excellent. it's really amazing. We have a caller uh, right now. Hi, I think uh, it's Larry. I think we have Larry. Yes, you do have Larry. Hi, Hello. good morning. Good morning. Um, yes, I have a question. I've had um, been saying I've been going to write a book, and I have so many people say, "Yes, you need to write a book." And this "I don't know" phrase um, is I get stuck on. It's like uh, not that I don't. It's it's more like I don't know enough, or I could know more, or I know. I have so many things that how do you bring it into what is uh, make something cohesive? Right, right. Well, I guess the, fir- the first thing, Larry, is that you're, you're identifying the fact that you're saying, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's, that's great. You know, that's, that's half the battle right there because most of us are so unaware that we're saying it. So, mm-hmm. so that's good. The next thing you need to do is you need to come from a space where, okay, you don't know, Right. But if you did know, if you had the answers, if all the resources were inside you right now, what would you write? What would you say? And let's say the answer is still uncertain to you. Uh-huh. Okay? The next step is to say, who do you need to become to get those next answers? Right? See, okay. if it's an internally driven question, would you, would you, would you feel comfortable sharing your, the topic of the book? Or? Yeah, oh, yes. Um... I have two different ones, but partly it's using um, energy medicine uh-huh. and how that applies to both uh, MS people but other people also. Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband has MS, and so it, it really works with people. The other thing is, is just this, the, as a part of that, um, it's a self-help um, that goes along with it, and it's not just for MS people. It's for everybody, how you can take care of yourself and, right. and that. Okay, and what's your what's your background in order to to write this book? My original background is nursing. I've been a management consultant for 25 years, so some of this work I've done with businesses, and then um, I've been studying under Donna Eden, who wrote the mm-hmm. original book called Energy, Energy Medicine. Medicine. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, here I'm going to I'm going to go through the questions. We'll do a quick little, little session here. I'm going to go through the questions that a publisher would want to ask. Uh huh. All right. The first one they're going to want to ask is. What what's the, is there a market for this book? Okay. Okay. So that's going to be the first thing you're going to have to come up with an answer with. Now that's not an internally driven question, uh-huh. right? You've got to do research to determine that, mm-hmm. right? Because there's a lot of books out there on energy medicine, but you've found or you've identified a potential niche. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's the first step. Now, assuming you have some information to say yes, there's a substantial market. This amount of people have M- get 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 MS, and this is you know. You provide that argument, and again, this is we, we, for it's funny. The book proposal is coming up again. These are questions that are answered in that book proposal. But the second question is, what makes your book unique? What okay. makes your book different? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if Don Eden addresses M- MS specifically in in her book. Um, I don't remember it addressing no. it specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember vibrational medicine or subtle energies addressing it specifically. So mm-hmm. that sounds like you may have a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the main thing to remember is to come from that space where you do know, 
where you do have those answers. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that place of resourcefulness to say, okay, if there is something outside myself, some information I don't have, uh-huh. you have the ability, the resources in order to get that. Okay. So the answer also, uh, Scott, beyond uh, compassion, mm-hmm. um, beyond uh, you know the strength of conviction, is stepping to that place of knowing. Yes. And being open to if you and, and we're talking about about both the internal and the external. And are you re, you know you raise a really good point because I think you know Larry, you're talking about something that you know I share with you. It, you know from the inside out. You know, we know that there's a book that's really screaming to come out. Mm-hmm. We, we know it. We hear it every day. It pops up. What you're suggesting, Scott, is we know that, know that, know that each day, and now know that there are resources out there that we might might have to become a little educated about. Right. And stay in that knowing because all of the resources are there. Okay. And the other thing to keep in mind is that, I mean, I, I do believe, I do come from the belief system that there is a book within each one of us. The question is, is what's the market for that book and what your intentions are for that book? You know, is this something that you see that, you know, everybody needs? It sounds like yours is, is pretty specific. So even if you wanted to, and this might get too, into too much detail on publishing, but nowadays you could just as easily self-publish a book mm-hmm. and... And, to, and market it yourself yes. to a very specific audience right. as opposed to going through the traditional book trade. Yes. And for a lot of people, that is a much better alternative. It is, especially if you have a message that's screaming to come out, and part of the coming out is getting it in written form. Right. Uh, also, you know, what just came up, we have such, we, we are just channeled in this studio. Uh, you know, Linda just brought to my attention something that she's very close with, and that is the fact that Montel Williams has MS. Right, he does. And he, uh, and I guess what, you know, what hit Linda intuitively is to sort of connect with Montel at some level. Okay. And, you know, I'm telling you, you can do it. You know, stay away from that I don't know place. Absolutely. Or you know what I'm saying? Yes. You've got to stay away from that. And you so got to catch yourself when you get there, because we, you know, it's it's hard to say don't get there because we do get there. You know, even though we know not to say I don't know because it shuts off our creativity, we still are so conditioned to do it. So the key thing is, is to acknowledge it. Don't make it wrong, right? We don't want to shame ourselves because we because we say I don't know. Mm-hmm. But then then come from the space where. Just sort of get playful, you know, like Harold and the Purple Crayon. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I don't know. But, you know, <laughs> if I did, what would I say? <laughs> yes. That's a, that's a whole, that's a very interesting way of looking at it, be playful and fun with it, because I think with myself, and I'm sure other people must do this too, is you get so serious yes. about it that you almost lose perspective, and I think that's maybe where the I don't know comes in, and then it's can I trust myself, you know, to put out the right information. You know? Yes, yes. And yeah, and the other element there is you have the ego that doesn't want to be wrong. Yes, that's very true. <laughs> oh. So when you say I don't know, it's just like it's safe, you know. You you don't you're going to walk the first, but you're never going to try to swing to hit a home run. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, that's very good. That's great. Well, you know, Larry, we're very, very, uh, you know, interested in in your book, and we will support you in any way that we can uh, for for you to get this get this out. Um, uh, you know, the, there are also resources around Montel's association uh, mm-hmm. around MS, and I don't know what it is, but whenever we get one of these intuitive hits on here, 
you know, we ask, you know, there may be an action that only you will know around this. Uh, So we want to really wish you much success. And also, if you stay on the line, uh, Linda will uh, collect some information so we can send you a copy of uh, uh, Scott's amazing book, Journey to the Impossible. Okay. Well, thank you, Scott. Thank thank you, you too. All right. Happy writing. Thank you. All right. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow. Good question. You know, Scott, we're going to take a short break. a really short break, and I'll give out the number again, 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527, or 1-888-298-5569. And when we come back, I've got an email question uh, from Marlene that we'll talk about. And, uh, uh, you know, there are a couple things we want to touch on here. What happens when we get these thoughts? Where do they come from? You know, some of these thoughts just don't serve us. We call that crust on this show. (laughs) We'll be right back. You're listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat Basile, my special guest, Scott Jeffrey, and the amazing Benny Mather. We'll be right back. The ships roll in, and then I watch them roll away again. Mm. Yeah, I'm sitting, sitting on the dock of the bay, watching my tides roll away. All right, get off the dock of the bay, because that's you know there's a time for sitting and there's a time for action. Absolutely. You're listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Papasilli. And my special guest, Scott Jeffrey. And Scott, you know what? We're talking about getting off, sitting at the dock of the bay and taking a little action, don't you think? Uh, yeah, but you know what? Sometimes it's nice to throw a, throw a line in and do some fishing at the dock of the bay, too. Absolutely. Oh, yes. I agree with I Scott agree. on that one. I mean, we got to go away and regroup. <laughs> How do you know? You know, i, I got to ask this question because... This is like a baffling thing, and I, you know, and I, I, I coach people as well. But the thing is, this, you got to know when to roll them and hold them, and hold them. You got to know when to hold them, know when to walk away. You got to know when it's time to get a, get off of the dock. Right. How, you know, what have you found about that? I know you. I know you go to the dock and then you get off the dock. I mean, <laughs> do you see like the purple crayon flying in the air in front of you? I mean, how do you know when it's time to get off the dock? <laughs> Well, it's funny, Pat. You see, I actually live in the mountains, so there's not many docks here except maybe at a little lake here and there. But for, for me, I, I mean, you're always jumping in. It, the whole fun is that every time you jump in, you're going to find something new, and it's, that's, that's part of the adventure. You know, mm-hmm. if you just sat on the dock the whole time, even though in our busy lives that sounds like a fun thing to do and we do want to do it from time to time, if you actually had to stay on that dock and just sit there, Try to sit there without without thinking or talking or doing anything for 30 minutes and see how nuts you go. Okay. <laughs> That's tough. That's a tough one. You know, we're actually practicing 30 seconds at a time. Oh, good. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Oh, wait, I'm getting Linda. 10, 10 seconds. seconds. Linda's 10 seconds. up to 10 seconds. We're doing good. 
<laughs> okay, I have an email I want to read to you, uh, uh, Scott, from Marlene, because she needs a little help with something here. Uh, uh, okay, first of all, happy Tuesday. Can you ask Scott for the full title of the Purple Crayon book? Sure. It's Harold and the Purple Crayon by Crockett Johnson. He actually wrote an entire series. Uh, Harold and the Purple Crayon was the, the first one most popular. Uh, actually, even now, if you still go into Barnes & Noble in the kids' section, there's, you can usually see a Harold um, uh, pinned up on the wall. It's just like one of those children's icons. Okay, great. And it was written back in, like, 1952 or something. Oh, wow, great. Wow, excellent. Okay, so here's a question from Marlene. Hi, Marlene. I know you're listening. Uh, how do you deal with roadblocks? For example, I've emailed my boss several times and he has not responded. Rather than get weirded out by it, I emailed and called his administrative assistant to find out if he could help me out. The administrative assistant suggested I send another email. I'm not sure how to deal with this. Rumor has it my boss is having some personal difficulties, so it is understandable that he is preoccupied. However, I need to move forward on my project. How do I do this tactfully at this point? Uh, at this point, I'm thinking about getting a meeting with my boss's colleague to get advice, but I'm reluctant. Okay, I'm rambling. How do you deal with the roadblock? So she, uh, Marlene's wanting to come out of the I don't know. Right, right. Okay, well, without knowing more details as far as what's going on with the, with the specific project and the boss and all that, the main thing to keep in mind is that, and, and I think uh, Marlene actually hit on this in that email, is that everyone has their own stuff going on. You know, mm-hmm. we all have our own crust. Mm-hmm. We all have our own adventure that, you know, has, has those periods of drama in it. And to just come from a place of, of compassion, because, you know, sometimes we, we, we have our own sense of urgency, but what's important to us could be very low on the, on the, on the scale for someone else, right? Mm-hmm. So to be aware of that is, is absolutely critical, especially in business. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's amazing working. I work with a number of publishers, and it's incredible how they react to people that look to authors that look to them as the customer, mm-hmm. as opposed to everyone looking at the at the publisher as as the as the customer, mm-hmm. right? Where if you come from a place of service, it's just amazing. People go out of their way for you. Yeah, right? that's true. Um, it, as far as that, uh, Marlene's question, uh, just based on on that email, mm-hmm. I have a little bit more. Let me. Oh, okay. dive, they're coming in. Marlene's on it. <laughs> She's following up. She's saying my my question was a bit cryptic. I know. I'm dying to get moving and set a date for her orals. Marlene is a Ph.D. Uh, candidate, and uh, she's, she has to take an oral exam. She says, but my boss isn't responding to me, so I guess she's trying to work through with her boss to get a date. I see. You know, so that she can take her orals. So what can I do? Uh, I, you know, I'm still studying and doing my stuff, but I want to nail something down. So she wants to do some getting off the dock. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you also have to look at if you're doing the same approach over and over again and not getting a result. Right. You gotta try something else. All right, <laughs> we know that what that's the definition of, right? Yes, that's good old in, insanity thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, so how you know what might Marlene do? Well, if it's if the if the oral is dependent on on her boss being there, uh, can you call? Or have uh, if it's dependent upon her boss giving her the day off or being away from the office, right? I don't. Yeah, I, I, I'm assuming that she's just trying to schedule a day yeah. to, to meet. Yeah. Uh, try calling. Uh, don't don't leave a message unless you get to him. Mm. Oh, that's <laughs> an idea. Oh, <Yeah. laughs> don't leave. 
Oh, you mean wait till someone actually picks uh-huh. up the phone? Yeah, because otherwise you leave a message and you keep call back, then you're nagging. You leave a, you, you call and you don't get through, you just hang up. It's like put your boss on speed dial until he answers, he yeah. or she answers. Yes. Wow, that's an idea. You know, we're so lucked into the email thing, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Well, you know, and, and usually it's great because it gives you a lot of leverage and it makes it. I, I'm a big fan of email because, you know, we live in such a world of demand these days where everything is coming at us so fast. We're armed with our our our, our beepers and our pagers and our cell phones and our ankle phones and you know it. The email, at least you can walk away from. You know, yeah. you don't have to answer in that moment. I want to see an ankle phone. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. <laughs> then he's like, like really into you know, but like, then he's right phones. on it. Those might be nice. Wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't it be great? Actually, you're in a party and all of a sudden the phone rings and you just sort of like you're in an old western. You, yeah. you look both ways and then you go to draw <laughs> from your ankle. Is that your ankle or is that my ankle? Right. You know, I love what you're saying I, because uh, you know, I have to just share this. Picking up the phone is amazing. And, you know, I, I know that for me, I've sort of fallen to the email thing. For example, uh, I, we have a, a listener that um, suggested that we, you know, for one of the sponsors for Crust Busting, because she knows the work we do, and we do a lot of things with Post-its. As a matter of fact, folks have heard my nickname, Post-it Patty. And so she said, you know, I don't, you know, call 3M. You've got to get 3M. And for me, I've been like, okay, I can't find the email. I don't know. So we're right. sitting there one day, and you know, Linda's sitting in in the at the desk next to mine, and all of a sudden, she's dialing the phone. All of a sudden, there's a one eight eight number for three M, and Linda's dialing the phone. And then the next thing she's doing is she's talking to the assistant. And then the next thing, she's actually got the marketing vice president of three M on the phone. Right. And saying, you know, I didn't really expect to get anyone, but there you are. And I'm calling about this crust busting idea. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then she said, you know, hold on one, one minute. Dr. Pat is right there. The next thing I know, the phone is in my hand. Is it amazing? It is amazing. And that and you did you get somebody and you just show up and be yourself. And, and I want to say that to Marlene. It's about showing up and being ourselves in fully, fully in our power. Right. You know, not, you know, this what's crust busting like you don't know, but telling people that you're talking with about sponsorship or about the concept or anything, an idea that you have, but telling them from a place of passion and honesty. And then, and then of course, you have to follow up with an email. <laughs> like we, uh, yeah, exactly, because yeah. you know what? We still, we, we got to put our, our best effort forward, but the thing is, is that everyone still does have their own agenda. But what happens is once you get into that synchronistic place where events just happen in total alignment, which is like what you just described, Pat, then then things start to get a little bit more interesting. You know, it, all of a sudden, like, for example, for Marlene, you know, she's, she could try calling and that could not work and continue to email. And then just one day, one last shot, takes a deep breath, does has no expectations, totally detached from the outcome, and, and it, it goes right through to the person she needs to talk to. Oh, let's say that one more time, because something you said is so key, and actually, that's exactly what, you know, uh, what Linda was about. She wasn't about calling with an you know, expectation. She had let go to the outcome right. and knew that what, what the focus was was to take the action. So for Marlene, the idea is let go of the outcome. Yes. Yes, and you know we we live Pat in such a, a mechanistic society where you know we've got to 
you know, everything is about getting that result. You know, what's the result we want and then going to get it, you know, and, and that's great. You know, we need that, too, because that, that gives us our drive and then gets, keeps us on a clear focus and clear path. Mm-hmm. But a, a more spiritual principle to that side of goal setting would be to completely detach from your outcome. Yes. You know, just to be happy and grateful for where you are right now and to just let it go. Let, let that desire go into the ether and what will be will be. I love that. That's a great place to sort of, you know, end this amazing show today. I want to, I would love for you to take a minute, uh, Scott, and let folks know how they can get a hold of you uh, and your website and uh, information if they have questions. Sure. Uh, the website is scottjeffrey.com, and that's J-E-F-F-R-E-Y. And I f- feel free to shoot me an email through that site. There's, there's some, somewhere to do it in contact information. Or you could email me at scott at scottjeffrey.com. If you're not an email person, you could uh, call. The office line is 877-201-5400. Excellent. And how can folks uh, buy a copy of Journey to the Impossible? I well, as far as I know, it's available anywhere books are sold. But, but there uh, we go, <laughs> and that's can... that's a good answer. <laughs> but you can also get it on Amazon or anywhere online too. <laughs> wow, you know, thank you so much for joining me. I know that you have a, a number of things in the mix for yourself. Uh, and, um, I, I, you know, I've got more questions coming in. We don't have enough time to do it today. So let's you and I get our calendars together so that you can come back and, uh, uh, we'll, you know, we'll set this up so that we can talk to folks about the, I don't know about the, the, the book idea that's screaming to come back and talk about your new project. Sounds like fun. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. Wow, what a show. And, you know, if you look at uh, page 115 in Scott's book, it says, Own the Day. That means that uh, for this day, when you own it, you take responsibility for your actions and for those you lead. When you own it, you take inside and all, you take it inside and all your energy and drive work to make it happen. Make it happen. So we're going to make it happen. Stay tuned uh, for uh, Crest Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life tomorrow with me, Dr. Pat Basile. And we will be doing some serious crust busting tomorrow, one-on-one. And, you know, having uh, the I don't knows leave our life forever. Uh, we will be Thursday. We will be at Azalea's, right? Woo-hoo. And we will be there with uh, Susan Scott. Ooh. See that? Her book is uh, Healing with Nature, and she will be bringing the book. We will be talking about this amazing book, uh, and right in line with how do you write a book? I mean, here it is. Scott uh, was it was telling us a little bit about that, and here we have Susan Scott, who stayed with this idea, <laughs> an idea that wouldn't go away, and has written this fabulous book called Healing with Nature. I keep this at my house on my table. Yeah. Every time people come over, they pick up this I. See these two books? I have like an array. There are about three or four of them that sit around. <laughs> so generally folks come in and they're waiting for me. We're going to go out. They pick up these books and it's like, okay, we have to go now. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, can we take the books with you? Um, and so check them out. They check them out. It's kind of like, you know, Pat's house is like the uh, new metaphysical the, library. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be at Azalea's on Thursday. And Friday we're going to be at Quintessentials. Yes. 
And we're going to be doing a show live from there. Up in Bothell. Up in Bothell. Yes. Wow, we're like everywhere. We're all over the place. We're everywhere. And, you know, Scott, if you're still there, I'm loving to come to New York. <laughs> come on on. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Scott. We Thanks, appreciate Scott. it. Thanks, Scott. Have you. a great day, everyone. And remember to think, feel, and breathe the crust-busting way. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>